0: I'm not going to lie, I'm not a big fan of Christmas music, but Laura made me put it in here today because we are talking about holiday burnout. It's something we all experience as we head into the holidays, so we want to give a little time to talk about what it looks like, how to protect ourselves, and just what to be mindful of during the holiday season. I hope you enjoy.
1: Episode of It's Okay Not to Be Okay. And we are officially on the countdown to Christmas. I don't know if you're one of those people that uh, celebrates Thanksgiving or if you just skip right over it. Um, wait, but- wait, wait, wait.
0: You can't just skip it. We have to have Black Friday. I celebrate. Oh, Black you Friday.
1: do. You do. Go shopping. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, I'm kind of kidding. I do love Christmas. I love Christmas. Like Megan loves Halloween. But I try and control it and not decorate until after Thanksgiving. But we decided today to focus as we get ready for the holiday season. I feel like November 1st comes around and life just gets crazy with everything holiday related. Some of it fun and some of it can be stressful. So we just wanted to spend some time conversing about holiday burnout, end of year burnout,
0: stress. Do you know what the word burnout means, Laura? Or actually, I don't know what it technically means. I know where it originated from. No, please enlighten me. (laughs) So burnout was a term used by psychiatrists to kind of quantify what like police officers and firefighters were experiencing when they were taking like like 24-hour shifts and being on the job Mm -hmm. all the time and literally like burning themselves out. Little little fact I knew I'm so proud of myself that's interesting
1: though a firefighter the first image is like literally burning Burning. I know but they weren't doing that right or they were burning
0: they were trying to (laughs) quantify how like when you're pouring out 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 to yourself and giving care to so many people like continuously as part of your role that you don't take care of yourself
1: yeah well how do you feel about the end of the year do you ever feel stressed, overwhelmed? Like, what are your thoughts about this time of year?
0: So I like this time of year, like Halloween's my fave. Um, I love like cooking and doing different things, but I feel like personally this year I'm burnt out right now. Like, and I know it's like having to do with disa- like going back and forth through a disaster zone and stuff like that. So um, I was really thankful that, um, my devotion on Halloween morning. And I know we're so off because we're not doing the same devotion. Cause I'm so behind. Um, but it was that reminder of like, you don't have to have everything perfect. God doesn't expect you to be perfect. He takes care of that. And so I found myself just in the busyness of getting ready for Halloween and hosting people. I was just trying to be intentional and be slower and not put this expectation on myself that everything has to look great. Cause I think that's what I do around the holiday seasons. Like I want to have a great Christmas morning or I want to, like, I want things to be good for my kids. I want them to be happy and all this kind of stuff. And then it's like this expectation that um, things have to be perfect. So I know going into this season, I am always stressed in that way.
1: It, it I think it changes too, as like you age. And different phases of life. Says the like, old
0: wise Laura.
1: Says the old wise Laura. <laughs> I am. I did turn 33 and a half in October. So watch out. (laughs) I think that's how old I am. Um, (laughs) I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was just, I was thinking, reflecting on last year and as a parent, especially with like preschool programs, like you have something Uh, going on all like they, our kids didn't have them on the same day. So you were at school this day and then you were at school this day. And then if you volunteer to help in centers and then you need to bring, remember to bring this in and then you have teacher gifts and then you have this and all meanwhile, like you're trying to celebrate Advent and be intentional about your devotions and your Advent calendar. And you see all these other things that parents are doing and you're like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And I'm not doing this. And you want to create this magical moment for your children. And I mean, this could even apply to people that don't have kids. Like if you're a church worker, you're trying to make like the season magical for your congregation and for your youth. If you're a teacher, you want to make your classroom look good. And I mean at work, if your calendar year is ends in December, then you have all sorts of deadlines coming up because you're cramming it all in all while being invited to holiday parties that you want to enjoy. Like every weekend is something. And I just remember last year, I, I love Christmas. I love music. I love decorating. I love that is my favorite time of the year. I love just clearly the meaning behind it. And now with kids, like helping them live out the joy of the season. But I remember telling David that I'm like, I am not enjoying this right now because it just felt like so much, like it was just a lot that was going on. And I think this year I just need to be more intentional about saying no. To things, yeah.
0: well, or just and choosing, choosing my priorities. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, one of the things that hit me last year because my kids are older now is I'd have all those time hot memories on like social media to remind me of what I would do with my kids when mm-hmm. they were so much younger, and then as teenagers and stuff, it's just not the same. Like you just don't do the same kind of traditions and I want to have like impactful conversations or whatever. And they think I'm dumb and stupid and all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, and then, but then prioritizing what you're going to go to and what you're going to be a part of, I will say to teenage kids in high school, you don't have as many of those, like you don't have performances or pageants or like my kids aren't in a band or anything, or they probably would, but, um, it will just be Kenna like singing at Advent services and stuff like that. So it's an interesting dynamic that it's almost in some ways, not quite as busy. And you have to, especially on the religious side, and you have to figure out what you're prioritizing there when the kids are older, because they all have their own freaking schedules now. Like, I tell you what, KK the other day was like, oh yeah, this weekend, I'm like, I'm going to the football game. And then I'm going to go out to dinner with my friends. I'm going to do this and this and this. And I was like, do you drive? Like, how are you getting anywhere? And what are my plans? Did you even check in with me? <laughs> so Did I know it's a bunch of them making Uber? their own plans. I know, right? And that but has yeah, to be a lot. It's a lot.
1: That that has to be weird as a parent too, because you, the season probably re- like revolved so much around your kids when they were little.
0: Mm-hmm. And now that
1: it's not, it's like shifting to what the future is going to look like. Yeah. They're not going to be under your roof forever. And you might have Christmases where they're not home and that might look different.
0: Yeah. And I think too, and we were talking about this before we came on, it's like, we both have our families and then our in-laws and it's, and it's about sharing time and figuring out what that can look like for me. They're both local. I know for you, they're not, but it is that whole like balance of time with other family members too. And in years past for us, that got really like I had to put my foot down a couple of times and be like, this is what I want for my family. And those are hard and difficult conversations. Um, but, you know, I, I think that family gathering adds another layer of stress.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, even so, like you, at, you get married, you had in-laws, but let's say you're not married. You could have like mom's side of the family, dad's side of the mm-hmm. family, this gathering, this gathering, these friends invite you over, you know, and all sorts of stuff. And you want to make everyone happy. Yeah. When we got married, um, someone had, well, I guess it wasn't when we got married when it was when we moved down here, someone gave us the advice that you all like, make sure you have a time to celebrate your holidays, like just with your family or -hmm. just with like, it was like David and I, and I guess we kind of have, we have a routine for Christmas. Every other year we are in Colorado for Christmas. All the other holidays are for grabs, which can be very stressful because people are like, what are you going to do? Where are you going to be? And we're like, we don't know. Or sometimes we have to say we're staying here. And like, that's hard if we're not traveling and everyone else is, but right, um, we always make sure no matter like if we're in Colorado or if we're here that we always celebrate Christmas, the four of us. And so mm-hmm. like, if we travel, we will give the kids their presents before we leave and ha- like recreate like a Christmas morning one day before nice. we leave. And then if we're here, like in Florida, we will make sure that like Christmas morning is when we open presents. So that morning is our time. And then after that, we will like either go to church or go to the family gathering or whatever, but that chunk of morning is for us. And I, I, sometimes there's a brunch and I get stressed because it's just like, okay, open presents, open this, open this, because we got to get somewhere at 10. And I'm like, I don't like that. That's not good for no. our family. Cause then the kids don't get to enjoy their presents. And so those boundaries are hard though, because not, Cause different families have different traditions. Like David's family always opens presents on Christmas Eve. Mine was on Christmas day. So we had to have that discussion of like, when are we going to open presents when we have kids and. yeah, uh, boundaries. We have that
0: same thing. My family growing up, there was always a tradition that you open on Christmas Eve. I don't know where that came from. I think my dad, um, just because he was a pastor. So it was, it was a piece. And so. At, with my family, you open presents on Christmas, Eve, and with the uh, Meisler family, you open them on Christmas day. So my kids just get both basically. It's yeah. not been a, you know, it's been an easier thing to split, but yeah. I mean, I think there is that time too. Like you say, yeah, my, Matt and I used to say like, yeah, the morning is ours. Um, and then people would come over a little bit later, but my kids don't wake up. Like, <laughs> I'll be like, get up people are going to be here in 30 minutes and you haven't even, you know, you haven't even come downstairs. (laughs) Um, So it's a whole, it's all another ball game, but I do think just when you add, um, especially, and I'm not trying to have a political discussion at all, but with like the political things that go on, like even for Thanksgiving, right. When you bring a whole bunch of different family members to a table, you're going to have different opinions and views. And, and so I think so many clients that I work with, like, Thanksgiving is a difficult time because it's almost this expectation that you're sitting around the table and talking with people that you might not always align with or agree with, or, you know, that fear that things could get heated or that there could be judgment or questions asked of you that you're, that you don't want, um. You know, I think about Katie when we had Katie on here and, you know, Thanksgiving, does that question come up of like, are you dating or, you know, have you got, you know, anybody that you're interested in and, and so I know for a lot of single people going back home for Thanksgiving can be a little bit difficult at times, um, because you know those expectations Are out there of you, and you know you're going to get asked about it or come up with it. And so, a lot of times, for clients that I see um, that we're headed into those kind of seasons, we just rehearse things. Like, if we know we're going to get asked questions about like our personal life, or for couples that are trying to have a kid or something, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, let's just rehearse and let's just have some things ready, like, let's role play it out. And I find there's a lot of power in that for people. Um, just to be able to have some statements ready to say. And so, and and we practice that and it kind of falls off their tongue in an easier way. And so sometimes that can be a good tool for trying to manage family dynamics that come up.
1: It is kind of interesting when you like look at our client schedule. I've noticed this through like my years of working, things kind of slow down, maybe like beginning of December, but like maybe starting now because life is just, busy, but then Mm -hmm. come January it's like, boom, boom, maybe it won't slow down this year. I don't know because life is just, I feel like our offices are just slammed with people, but I don't
0: traditionally Christmas time counseling slows down, but post COVID we haven't seen a, as big of a reduction as we normally
1: have. Yeah. People still prioritize themselves, I guess. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think too, there is a piece around the holidays of like, if you work and like, what time are you taking off and how Mm -hmm. are you managing work and family and all the celebrations that goes on? Because then you're taking days off. I remember taking days off and being like, this did not feel like a day off. Like I just put in, you know, 20 hours getting my home ready and cooking and all of that. Like, to me, that's not always a relaxing piece. And so my husband who's in retail has to work on black Friday when I'm out shopping and partying. And so like, that's a really busy season for him. And it can be extremely stressful.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and you think about all the church workers too. Yep, They're like entering into the time of the year where they're, they probably like love it, but also don't love it. Depending <laughs> mm-hmm. on yeah, I mean, when is, when is Christmas this year? Sunday? I don't Sunday, even know. Isn't it Sunday. on a weekend? It is, I- but I feel feel like last year was one of those years that they were at church like all. It's on a Sunday, so that, it is. I that's mean, a little so then I think because last year it a, wasn't. Yeah, a Saturday. So you had all of, or mm-hmm. that, probably when it's on the Friday is the worst because you'd have your like Christmas Eve services Friday, Christmas Day services Saturday, and then Christmas services on or regular services on Sunday. But yeah, I feel like that's a, a time for pastors and their families to just. I mean, you think of the pastors' wives. They're if they have kids, they're at home by themselves with the kids a lot because you have had yeah, worships. Gone. You mm-hmm. have like every Wednesday night, pastor's gone at church, and DCS are prepping for something. It's just I don't know if this is how God intended this time to be.
0: <laughs> I do wonder that sometimes, but I, I think too speak for, for him. <laughs> For educators, too, I think it becomes a difficult thing. And I've just been down with educators in Fort Myers and trying to get back to school and then have all of these holidays coming up, just feeling like you're always going to be behind, you know, like you're not going to catch up with your plan and where you want kids to Mm -hmm. be at. And so,
1: I think because they were out of school for a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. For some of them, a month. Like some of them, the public schools, not all of them are even back or will ever will we'll ever come back in all honesty but um so they're cramming a lot more kids into schools so that they can you know make up for the the one the ones that are closed so yeah I think it's a lot and I think it's then trying to manage the the classrooms with all the extracurricular pieces that go on all the practices you have like you know all the different things that take place I think it's just it's a lot. So when, when you pause and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted. Or like, I'm not finding joy in anything. I think we really have to like, make sure that we're like, when we talk about burnout with people, it's like, are you meeting your basic needs? Like I said this to teachers this weekend in an event we were doing, I was like, you have to go to the bathroom and you have to eat. I don't know why you always have to tell teachers that, but I feel like you always have to remind them go to the bathroom and eat food. Like, why is that a basic need? They (laughs) just forget. Um, But also like continue to take care of yourself through the holidays. Oftentimes we'll push things aside, right. So that we can invest our time in things that we want to, or things that we think will be Pinterest worthy and miraculous. And Mm -hmm. then they're not, and then we've, we've burnt ourselves out.
1: Mm -hmm. If you think about the, the meaning of like Advent, I think I get, this is more Christmas, but I, I know we're getting you can start preparing. So the point of Advent is to make room in your heart for Jesus. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like by the time Christmas comes, your heart is just so full that you're like, I don't have any room. for you." (laughs) Like, I mean, obviously there's room, but it's just, it's, you're just so burdened. Yeah. And as I'm sitting here thinking, I don't, when I guess, when you think about the story of Jesus birth and why he came, part of it is to take those burdens. And that, I mean, we just, Bring those burdens upon ourselves. I know our devotion touches on that like often of just God wants your problems and he wants your stresses and he wants no matter how big he doesn't care how big it is, it could be you know, I lost an earring and it really that earring means a lot to me, and you can pray about that. That's not like that's not a big deal to him. And I just think as we if we're burning out, just to lay those burdens before God too, just be like, guide me to what I'm supposed to say no to, what I'm supposed to say yes to, how can I? Here's my family issues. Here's this, you know, and maybe that could allow you to feel a little more peace during the well, season. And I think and-
0: sometimes we burn ourselves out trying to fix a a, a problem that we anticipate is going to happen, mm-hmm. right? Like we have all this build up for like maybe gathering a family together, and so and so is. I know they're going to talk about this, and I won't be able to control myself, and blah 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 and then it doesn't happen the way you think it will happen. And like, you've wasted all this energy on that, you know, like I I see that happen so much, like our anxiety and our worry get the best of us. And we create a problem that doesn't even manifest into an actual problem. And so I just think it's so um, important to like, find that pause or that way to like, um, self-reflect on like what are you thinking? What where, where is your brain like going to, and how can you redirect it to a, a different place? Because sometimes we don't need to live there, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. We were just talking about David and I something, and there someone had made a comment to me, and it, was, it had been like a few hours, and I'm like, that still really bothers me. <laughs> or just let it go. It's out of your control. Like you can't help it. I'm like, I get that, but. <laughs> The confrontational person in me is ready. But like, yeah, I'm just sitting here pining over this comment that I have no control over. And there's just some things that you have to let go, but when you hang on to them, it just like festers and it's probably robs you of the joy of the season.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of times, because I'll do the same thing, like I'll hang on to somebody's statements and be like, What do you think they meant by that, Matt? Like, yeah. I like I need to go ask them more questions about this or something. And I'm giving it a lot more power than they said something flippantly to me, you know? And then I have to be like, so why, why am I hanging on to that so much? You know, mm-hmm. what's, why am I letting it have that much power? Okay. So for my family, we have one, two, three birthdays in November too. So mm-hmm. one of the stressors for us is finding weekends that we're going to celebrate everybody's birthday, then Thanksgiving, then in December, we have two more birthdays. So celebrating those birthdays and Christmas. And then Matt is January 3rd. So then you have New Year's and you have another birthday. It's like a big party. (laughs) I know. Like my weekends are no longer mine.
1: Your family is big on individual birthday parties. Would you ever combine them? Have you done
0: that? Um, no, actually, (laughs) no, (laughs) (laughs) I have not. Uh, and I think it's harder with the kids like to combine them. That's not really that easy. And then my, my dad and Matt have significant birthdays, like they're the big Mm -hmm. birthdays. And so then you want to like separate them out and make them special in that way. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just a a lot. And you don't want people to get lost right in that shuffle of Mm -hmm. everything that goes on. Or like you said, the meaning of things like for me, I don't want to get lost on the thankfulness through Thanksgiving. Like that's been a powerful thing in the past for me. Um, and so I think it's an important piece to still like be part of and recognize there's this,
1: um, influencer, she calls herself the busy, busy toddler. Um, mothers swear by her because she gives you practical activities to do with your kids that are very easy, but she always does a thankful Turkey. So she just cuts like a Turkey out of a, uh, paper bag. And then every day they make a feather and you have your kids write down what they're thankful for. And it is a kid. I think it helps the kids think about what is in their lives, but that's something easy that adults could do too. Just in the morning. I mean, you see that post of like, what if you woke up today with all the things that you thank God for yesterday? I mean, it's that always makes me chuckle, but at the same time, it's probably a good grounding for adults as we head into the season of when you are stressed to take the pause and to think about what you do have
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and be thankful for those things.
0: I'm trying to remember the name of that book. We, I read, I did like a book club for a little bit at LCS and we read that book. um, Oh, was it a thousand gifts? Yes. Yeah. And the whole point of the book is that it was this lady and she just had this little tiny notebook and she, walked around and, and throughout her day would grab her notebook and write down the things that she was thankful for. And they were like, I remember one time she was like washing dishes and looking out the window and saw some lilies and wrote that in her book. Like I'm Mm -hmm. thankful for the beauty of lilies. So it was almost just like trying to change her mindset to have a more grateful mindset of the things around her that she hadn't been recognizing. And I think that kind of posture, would go a long way for me and a lot of other people in this world right now just to be able to like recognize the things around you.
1: That would cause you to slow down. You'd have to like slow down to take the time to see those things. And this is the time of year where we're like, go, 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 go. And if we do have a minute to slow down, we could be on social media or on our computers or, you know, watching TV or whatever. Mm -hmm. So being, taking the intentional time to slow down, to observe what's going on around you is a struggle, but also
0: probably beneficial right now. But it is like being present in the moment. Like I think, and I, I know we had our Halloween episode, but, and we're recording this on November 1st. So Halloween was yesterday, but that was my thing yesterday like so often our nightly routine is the TV goes on and a sporting event is on and we're in the living room and we're eating or whatever. The TV never went on last night and I had food out on our pool table and everybody was sitting in my, like we used rooms in my house. We never use, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and we were just sitting around and talking and like being present with each other and, and a bunch of people that were over. And it's just, I'd rather be present in the moment Right. I think that posture of gratitude is the recognizing the things around you. And I think that helps slow you down from burnout through the holidays. Yeah. I think the other piece that you have to touch on through the holidays that leads to so much probably burnout and, and just an overwhelmed feeling is the holidays is really when you recognize the losses that you've had this year and Mm. what's different, like us being down in Fort Myers, like, people are really going to recognize that they're not in their house. They were last year. Mm -hmm. They're not, um, you know, their, their Christmas tree is not going in their living room or the same people are not around the table and the table looks so different. And so we know a lot of people, grief and loss bubbles up major, major through the holidays.
1: Yeah. I was saying about that with people that have lost people recently, And they're probably, it's going to be hard over the holidays, but they're also going to have a lot of people surrounding them and building them up. And then what happens on January 1st, you know, when the holidays are over, that's when they're going to need it, especially too, because things might be busy and you might be distracted and find new things. But then after that, it's probably gonna, when you like have the time to come up for a breath of fresh air and evaluate what, what the past two months,
0: that could be hard too. And people who have lost somebody or something, if they charge through Thanksgiving or charge through Christmas and never talk about them and never recognize the fact that they're not there and not, and like not do anything to honor them, they feel immense guilt when like January 2nd hits. And so Mm -hmm. like, if you have people sitting at your table this year who have lost somebody, like say their name, set, set a plate for them, like wrap a gift for them, do something so that like, they're not forgotten because that can be even more hurtful that they weren't even mentioned or recognized at the Thanksgiving table or around the Christmas tree or, you know, like, I think as much as it will probably cause tears, (laughs) the regret and the guilt in the days to follow is worse than what the emotion may be in the moment. So that's always my tip to people going into the holidays who have lost people or like going into the holidays. If you've just gone through a divorce this year, mm-hmm. that would be hard. Or if you've lost a pet, like we had um, somebody on KK's volleyball team lost their dog just like two weeks ago. And they posted all these pictures of, they would dress their dog up for Halloween. And so like Halloween mm-hmm. was a big thing for their pet. So like just honor people's grief through this, because that can lead to a lot of burnout as well.
1: Yeah such a happy episode about uh, the holidays. <laughs> no, but I feel like
0: more episodes on the holidays. We are.
1: I do think we really just wanted to touch on this because we both recognize that this time of the year has so much joy and mm-hmm. it is fun to be around people. And it is fun to like change the decorations out in your house and play different music and light the Christmas candles. And, but it also, it just, I, I think it really hit me hard last year of just how much there stress there is. And how difficult this time can be. And it just takes away from the, the real reason we do celebrate these holidays. Yeah. And I want to be, I want to be more intentional this year about making sure that I don't burn myself out or get stressed and taking the time. I mean, we, I sat at like my little devotion table this morning, flipped over the calendar and just kind of evaluated, okay, this is what November looks like. These weekends are already full, so we probably shouldn't commit to something like, adding one more additional thing. So we're not just going from piece to piece to piece. So we can actually like take the time to enjoy the season. I'll keep you posted on how that goes, but
0: yeah, <laughs> that's my I goal. I would love to year. know. What do you say no to Laura?
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and just, I'm, I'm glad I also, you brought up the point about grief. Cause you know, if you've never yeah. been through something like that, you probably don't think in that way. And so just to be Aware of your surroundings, aware of what other people are going through, and it's a yeah. happy time of the year, but it can also be a sensitive time of the year. With if if you don't get along with your family and you're forced forced to be around them, or at someone's, not I there, would say yeah. too,
0: like. I feel like too, when you get into Christmas, like you put up all these decorations and everything that's supposed to be like joyful and rejoicing and happy. And there's this like kind of weight of expectation that you need to come to everything like full of life and, and happy all the time. And then mm-hmm. when tears bust out or whatever, I mean, I can just see so many visuals of kids just like weeping and wailing over the silliest things. And I wonder sometimes if it's because we as adults want to project so much like happiness and joy when we don't actually feel that way that the kids like, screw this. I'll cry as loud as I can, you know, like, <laughs> well, and so the, like, I think sometimes they do what we want to do. They're right. just so, t- they're, they're so
1: exhausted. Like I, I can be a very much of a schedule Nazi, I'm sure that there's people in my life that don't appreciate like how routine I am and I can be flexible, but I'm like, my kids are tired. We have been going Mm -hmm. from this to this, to this, to this. I mean, now that they're older, it's a little bit better, but it can, no, it's a lot. The other thing that I just thought about with kids significance of this time of year, if they don't want to give someone a hug, don't make them give them a hug. I know that really doesn't have to do with the burnout, but that has been on my mind too. Of Like there could be times where they're just not in the mood, to hug. It could be someone that they have hugged a billion times before, but I am very aware of that around this time of year of like, can -hmm. you say, I tell my kids, can you say goodbye? I don't say go give everyone a hug. Just go get, go say goodbye. And they can choose like, do I vocalize it? My goodbye. Do I give a high five? Do I give a hug? Yeah, I don't. And I think kids need someone to stand up for them because they don't know how to use their words of, I don't want to do this, but I think we, as parents can recognize comfort levels.
0: Well, and it is about just like not pushing that upon anybody in all honesty, or this expectation that this person I only see on the holidays, I have to like physically touch. Like I'm very aware of that. Like people want to just come up and touch me and I'm not always all all okay with that. (laughs) But I think it's a good point because Our children can get way overstimulated through the holidays and they need their time. Like, like, especially my younger one, I can look at the week and say, you know, that like Saturday night, Matt and I are going to go out and do something and we'll offer for her to come, but she usually needs a half a day just to herself. And so like, if you know that about your kids, make sure you're building that in for them because they can get just as burned out with all of the, not all of just the stimulation, but. If you think about it, even at school, it's all the changes in schedule, like all mm-hmm. the different things that get thrown in, all the special things that you do, and those who are really, like, comforted by routine are going to have a difficult time, for mm-hmm. sure. Adults and children alike. Yeah. Laura. <laughs> I just
1: feel like children can more naturally express their emotions. Sometimes they just, if they want to cry or be angry, <laughs> they don't know they how. They just to, like, do, right? They don't in, ask for you know? permission. They just do but it. I've- as a parent, I like learned that I'm like, man, I wish I could be crying right now because <laughs> I feel the same way,
0: but I'm an adult. So I can't the other day I got home like super late at night and Matt had not been home and he had taken the sheets off the bed, but he didn't put new sheets. No. on. And I literally had a full on dandrum. And the next morning he was like, did you feel better after like his fit?" And I was like, I did. And will you please put sheets on next time you take them off? So when I get home, never do that again. (laughs) He's like, but you got new sheet night, and like it was not worth it. It was not worth new sheet night. I would have rather dirty sheets because they would have been on the bed, right? That is literally the. Sometimes we just need to throw a hissy fit, and I did. So there you go. What's your wrap-up thoughts on burnout in the holidays, Laura?
1: I just, I don't want this to like bring people down. I just, I think we want to encourage people to enjoy this holiday season as much as they can set boundaries. Right. Boundaries can be hard for the people that are receiving your boundary, but in the mm-hmm. end it could be helpful to the relationship as a whole. Um, and it's okay to say no. So boundaries and saying no, those are my, You're very rigid. <laughs> those are my, those are my takeaways. Cause that's probably cause I'm what I'm going to work on. This holiday okay season
0: I think I'm gonna it was really helpful to me last night to just slow down like even just like don't walk as fast I know that always sounds silly but that, that's kind of my catch of like like be in the moment take inventory of what's going on around you and just Slow the hell down, um, so you can like intentionally enjoy things. And I think that goes along with saying no. Like there are definitely times I need to say no to things, and I'm really not good at that at all. So I'll try to work on that too.
1: I'll test you. I'll invite you to something every weekend for the next. No, two months. don't do
0: that. See <laughs> oh, how yeah, you do. do. It to me. <laughs> well, we have a couple more episodes on the holidays coming up, and so I'm gonna be popping into your podcast feed a little bit more but we pray that you have a good holiday and set some boundaries around your time. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Bye.